Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's going on, brothers and sisters, friends of the Rocky cast? For this episode, we're going to discuss atomic habits in action. And we're building on the recent episode that I did on the work of James Clear, this mind-blowing Good Habits Buddha, um, who wrote the book Atomic Habits and Totally Transformed My Life. So it got me to thinking about the book itself, but also some different atomic habits that I've added and certain atomic habits that are bad, that I've subtracted, and I'm just going to offer them to you, and hopefully you'll find them useful in your own life. In particular, for this episode, we're going to cover the after-dinner walk, and some of you are probably thinking like, oh my god, I have to listen to a podcast of after-dinner walk? Like, this is just total bullshit. I don't even know what to think of this show. I got to walk, and I'm going to learn something. Well, yeah, you are going to learn something, and you're going to improve your life. Because the after-dinner walk is one of these little tiny changes that you can make in your life that could help you lose weight, improve your blood sugar, increase your oxytocin, your love hormone, your feel-good hormone serotonin, increase your sleep, all of those things. And it's as simple as just a short walk after dinner. And this just explains why uh, the work of James Clear is so powerful because basically what it helps you to do is is as you kind of look and audit your life and start thinking about all the things that you actually do have control over, it turns out there's a shit ton of things that you have control over. And I'm sorry, my sister doesn't like it when I swear on the podcast, but sorry, Susie, you got to swear occasionally. There's a ton of good habits that you can adopt that are totally free. So all of the habits that I'm going to offer you are free. They don't cost a damn thing. Some of the bad habits cost you money and we're going to remove those for you. So you're going to save money. So I promise you, you will not spend any money in adopting these new habits, but you will save money in removing some of the bad habits. So let's get in and talk about this after dinner walk, why it's so important. And let me first sort of talk about what, um, my kind of after dinner routine was at one point in my life and, and I was doing pretty well. I did some things, you know, I think one of the reasons why bad habits that don't lead to total destruction, uh, it takes a while to figure out how bad they were, but let me offer you kind of what my bad habit was and kind of what my new routine is. And hopefully you find it useful in terms of changing your own life, especially if you're struggling with anxiety, depression, um, type two diabetes, you just feel off and maybe, maybe get a little pudge. Could it be as simple as an after-dinner walk? Well, let's see. Stay tuned for this episode. So before I get into the benefits of the after-dinner walk, let me talk about kind of what my old habit was. Well, I used to be about a bottle of a wine drinker every night. And so I would get home, you know, 6.30 or 7, um, maybe walk the dogs, maybe not you know, um, have dinner, 
front of the TV. We have about a bottle of wine. I'm telling you, it was really nice. You, you kind of mix the, the 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 wine with the um, Netflix. That's what we get this nice buzz going. I mean, there's a people why there's a reason why people do these atomic bad habits. And here's the deal with atomic bad habits. They all feel good in the moment. Um, whether it's debt, whether it's alcohol, whether it's cigarette smoking, in the moment, they totally work. And in the long run, they totally suck. But what was the problem with this? It's an appetite stimulant. I'm not getting the sleep that I should be getting. I'm putting on weight. At one point, I got up to like 300 pounds. My doc was like, what do I can eat? You are four points away from morbid obesity. Yeah, it's almost morbidly obese. I still got a little pudge, but um, I'm a lot healthier than I was. And this is kind of a paradigmatic, and I, and I was basically very close to having type 2 diabetes. Um, and, and this is just a classic example of something that's not very helpful. So could a after-dinner walk really be that helpful for your health? Is it going to totally radically transform your life? Now, as the, here's the deal with a lot of the, um, the good habits. And this is why a lot of you don't stick to them. One, you make them way too difficult. Number two, you think there has to be some external solution that um, is imposed from without, with some question of lack of resources. And you kind of get this negative attitude, like, oh, I can't do anything unless the government does, does it for me. But here says, here says that's just not true. There's a lot of very healthy habits you can adopt that are totally free. And the after-dinner walk is one of them. One issue that I did not think about at all um, before I had this type 2 diabetes scare is this question of blood sugar spikes. Do you think about blood sugar spikes? Now, some people in the health space do like crazy. They agonize about blood sugar spikes. Well, why are blood sugar spikes? Who the hell cares about blood sugar? Well, if you have blood sugar spikes, it probably means you're eating a lot of highly refined carbohydrates. You also have a blood sugar crash. So you feel really good when you have a spike, but it's like a roller coaster and you feel like crap when you get the crash. The other thing is, is that if you have these acute spikes um, that fall suddenly, you're likely to be at a predisposition for type 2 diabetes. Now, there's all sorts of um, problems with type 2 diabetes. It's kind of beyond the scope of this. Just freaking Google it. It's terrible. You can lose your eyesight. I can read my medical records for my type 2 diabetes. I'm pretty much there. It's awful. Like you can lose limbs. You can lose your eyesight. You get really fat. You get dysfunctional. You have to do, you know, insulin. It's bad. So did you ever think about the connection between a short after dinner walk and your blood sugar? Well, what does it do? It helps your body more effectively absorb the carbohydrates and the, and the food from your, um, from your dinner into your bloodstream. So you don't get an acute spike, you get a gradual spike. Well, why is that important? You have more sustained energy levels. You don't have as much issues with predisposition towards type 2 diabetes. And some people actually wear continuous blood glucose monitors and they do that because blood sugar spikes as a general proposition, we do have them naturally, but you do want to try to minimize them to the extent that you can. And the best way to do it is a natural way. 
So there was a very good article and it's called, and you can read about it, April 4th, 2022, just two minutes of walking is surprisingly good for you. It's an article in New York Times. They still do some good work over there by Rachel Furbank. And she really outlines all of the different medical studies that talk about just two minutes of walking as opposed to going and sitting your ass on the recliner will um, significantly reduce your blood sugar. Now, you may be thinking like, oh, well, I, I talked to my doctor and my doctor didn't mention that at all. And he actually prescribed the pill. Well, okay, here's the deal with your doctor. Your doctor may be some you know, functional medicine person that's just whatever, but so many doctors are so busy. They're trained to teach symptoms and their thought process normally is, is no one's ever gonna change the symptoms. Now, of course, talk to your doctor and of course, consult with him. But this is for people that are struggling with blood sugar issues and just try it and just monitor it. And of course, continue to monitor your blood sugar in consultation with your doctor. But there's multiple peer-reviewed studies as highlighted in this article by Rachel Furbank in the New York Times about the impact on blood sugar of a short after-dinner walk. And it just needs to be 20 to 30 minutes. And this is particularly important for you people that are like, yeah, well, you offer all these simple solutions, but who has, who has time? First of all, you got the time. If you're sitting in your ass, drinking your wine and watching that, you got for that. But you don't got 20 minutes of time for a walk. Yeah, you do. And it only needs to be about 20 minutes. So, but it's not only the blood sugar spike. Have you ever thought about this? You thought like, oh yeah, well, walks are nice, but they're super important. Everyone should do an after-dinner walk. So the second thing is it promotes better sleep. I'm gonna do a separate podcast on the benefits of a good night's rest. But what it does is, is that after dinner walk increases your serotonin level, which is a precursor to melatonin that your body produces to get ready for sleep. Number three, it helps you burn calories. You're likely to burn like a 30 minute walk, 150 calories, which is pretty good. If you wear a rucksack and you really wanna be a gunner, you can maybe you know add 75 or maybe even double. Uh, the amount of calories that you burn, so you'll start to lose some weight. In some cases, you may just get carried away and go on an hour, hour and a half walk, and you're really talking about some serious calories. But I'm really sticking to just a short after-dinner walk of 20 to 30 minutes. This article by Rachel Furbank says that it can be as little as two minutes. That strikes me as a little bit like, I mean, two minutes. Like I go out to the garbage and get a huge health benefit. Man, I, I don't believe that, but you don't need much is the point. It boosts blood flow. It, um, and if you walk with someone else, it promotes social bonding, which is essential for mental health. So it increases your serotonin, which is known as a natural feel-good chemical. It likely increases your oxytocin, which is your love hormone. The love hormone. Yeah, it does. Just short 20 to 30 minute walks. It boosts your blood flow and it gives you just kind of a light aerobic exercise. And so it's really good for you. So... You know, clear, one of the things I like about him is he talks about these little tiny things that are free that you just need to do and you'll have significant change in your life. And he talks about what are the actions tied to your identity. And one of the things he talks about are each action that you take is a vote in the person who you will become. So I, my identity is I'm someone that takes an after dinner walk every, almost every day. And my sleep is good. My blood sugar is great. I feel really good. Um, so, and the other thing too is, 
if you're struggling with some mental health issues, is this a cure? Certainly it's not. Um, you know, obviously talk to your doctor, but I think one of the things with the medical profession, especially for management of chronic um, conditions, so much of it is, is, is kind of a pill mill, prescribe a pill and don't have behavioral change. And over and over and over and over again, whether it's an after dinner walk or going walking out in nature, there's a lot of peer reviewed studies supporting that as well. And, and do the pills work? Yeah. I mean, they've been approved by the FDA, but they're not 100%. And they are, I mean, look at the side effects. I mean, every pill that you take, there's a side effect as well. So the nice thing about walking too is that I don't have to be able to tell you, you know, like, oh, you know, there's a lot of risks. So before you go out and walk, like check with your doctor. I mean, for the most part, you can walk. You probably don't even have to talk to your doctor. Like if I was going to say, do like high intensity exercise or go start squatting 300 pounds and have to give the like admonition, talk to your doctor. But in this particular case, taking a walk is super simple. Now, I think one of the things that I think especially dance and you lives, you know, like the social worker voice, everything is super complicated, super expensive. You know, if you hear a social worker talking, they're always like, oh, well, so-and-so has a huge constellation of issues, and they basically can't do a damn thing unless the government provides all these services ad infinitum. They got anxiety, they got stress, they got depression, and Oh, they're just, I can't do a damn thing without all these things being addressed. And what if it turns out that some of these solutions were as simple as an after dinner walk? Um, now, some of you may think like, oh, well, you know, it may not work. I, I, I don't know. Well, what's the worst that could happen? You get some fresh air, you get a little exercise, you see your neighbors. You know, I live in a small town and when I go out my evening walk, I almost don't see anyone out on a walk. And I wonder as I pass by those houses, how many of the people in the houses not on an after dinner walk have type 2 diabetes, have anxiety, have stress, have mental health issues um, that could be at least, if not alleviated or eliminated, at least mitigated by some amount of physical exercise um, as part of that. I just wonder, maybe everyone's living these perfectly balanced lives and they're super happy. They, they plop down in front of the tree V and you know, they, they don't need it. But um, I think a lot of them really could benefit from it. And so I think this is just something as simple as, I encourage you to try that. If, if some of you are not feeling great, or you are struggling with some blood sugar issues, or you're not getting great reports from the doctors, would you just please adopt this? Try this after dinner walk and report back to me, rockingcast at gmail.com, rockingcool at gmail.com, and share with me whether you just increased any experiences in mood, um, if you do get regular updates on your blood sugar levels, what your blood sugar levels were like. But don't take this out of context. I'm not saying like you're going to cure type 2 diabetes overnight if you go on an after-dinner walk. So don't, 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 don't say that. Um, but as it pertains to type 2 diabetes, there are a surprising number of conditions prior to, or actions that you can take prior to the onset that can substantially reduce the risk of getting it. Um, or at least, and even if you have it and you're on the pills, 
um, to help you manage because the blood sugar spike is something that is something that you have to manage. And if you don't manage it over time, eventually your body just gets all haywire because it's just basically producing more and more insulin to get the body and the nutrients you need. And eventually you get to the point where it gets so out of whack, you get type one diabetes, your body doesn't produce any insulin, it's tapped out. And then you do need um, exogenous insulin. So I hope you found this one interesting. I, I thought I'd be happy rather than talk about atomic habits in the abstract, just offer you a few concrete uh, examples of things that I've added that are tiny, that have made a huge impact on my life and things that I've subtracted uh, that have also had a huge impact on my life. Um, so I hope you found this useful. And if you're here this long, infinite gratitude to each one of you who spent the time with me on this podcast. I know you have a lot of options out there. Um, continue to share these episodes. I'm, I'm hoping that you'll be able to do that. I think anyone can take a walk to the solutions I'm offering. They're all free. Um, and just let me know whether this sort of simple change had any positive impact of your life, because that's what I'm trying to do, offer and share things that I've learned uh, to improve not only your life, but the lives of other people. Because sometimes it really is that simple. And my, my view of everything is that it is... Um, Sometimes the simplest solutions are the ones standing here in front of us. And the work of James Clear, Atomic Habits, buy the book. Um, James, I'm building a ton on your work, but I'm just saying buy this work um, because it really will completely change your life and completely change the way that you do things. Um, so we're going to continue to do multiple episodes on this. You know, once I kind of get an idea in my head, I kind of got to get it out of my system. Um, and if you don't like it, then don't tune in. Go, go check out Rogan or some of the popular podcasts. Um, but we're, we're going to this community. Share, and please give me positive reviews. Share this with a loved one. Spread this audience so we can continue to grow the audience that we're trying to build up through our podcast. Infinite gratitude to all of you through these high-quality episodes. Until next time, on the Rocket Cast.